What is going on, guys? My name is Bryce Adams, and I'm here with my buddy Marshall. Hey, guys. And this is our brand new podcast. We're going to be talking about some Husker football. Uh, I think we're going to call this Big Red Rewind. Um, we're going to double check on that and find a name just to make sure we're not doing any copyright issues or anything like that. We don't want to get yeah. taken down. So. Yeah, like something. <laughs> that would be really bad. But uh, <laughs> this is exciting. We've been wanting to do this for a while. Uh, just kind of get on here and talk about whatever comes to our mind and uh, talk about some Husker football. So anyway, uh, we're going to start this off. We're going to talk about projections for next year, some transfers, our schedule, different things like that. So I'm going to hand it over to Marshall here, and he's going to kind of start off in the uh, first game of the season next year. Okay, in the 2022, we're going to start off with Northwestern in Ireland. I'm really excited about that game, mainly because it's in Ireland. That would be kind of cool to see how it's going to affect the players playing in a different atmosphere in a different country. I think we will win again like we did this year. I don't know if it's going to be huge points. It would be nice to see that again. Yeah. But I could see a 35-14 score. And I think, wasn't it like either this year or last year we were going to play a game in Ireland, but because of COVID, obviously it got yeah, canceled. Yeah, COVID I think, canceled so like, it. Yeah, so hopefully that game stays uh, scheduled for next year. Hopefully with all the COVID running rampant and that kind of thing right now, hopefully it doesn't get canceled. Again, right. That, I, that'd be sad because we, we'd need to see something like that. It's just, it's yeah. just cool to see something different. Yeah. Just throws a little spice in it. Just a change of scenery. <clears> that'd be really cool. And that game's on the 27th of August. It's a Saturday. The next week on the third, we're playing North Dakota State. I really wouldn't put it past North Dakota State to give us an upset. I think we'll yeah. win by fourteen. What are they? They're Division Two or Division Three? I, uh, I want to say two. But I know that they're really good in their division. They yeah, they usually average like eight to ten wins. I want to say yeah, they're like the South top Dakota of their State. division usually every year. It's either so. North or South. I have to look that up. I can't remember. But yeah. I bet they can give us a run for our money, you know, because if we come off a win with Northwestern and then we're just looking past them, I could, it, every year when we have a Division Two or Division Three on our schedule when we have a good win before them, we usually look past them and then it's a close game. Yeah, yeah, I, I've noticed that too. But I think we'll win that game, 14, 10 points. Yeah, somewhere in there. It, it's it's going to be kind of interesting to see just how everything comes together next year as our offense. We could lose some players on defense, so I don't know if we'll be quite as good as on defense next year. We'll, yeah, we'll but see. You, you but. never know. September 10th, we'll play Georgia Southern. I'm not sh- – I don't know much about Georgia Southern. Yeah. They are – I think they are a Division One team now. Uh, we'll I can see. see a W there, too. Uh, it could be another close game. It could be a blowout. You don't – I just don't know much about Georgia Southern. Yeah, and that's – I don't know. That's just kind of the one thing that I've noticed the last several years about Nebraska is the teams that we're supposed to beat, we're, you know, very close games or get upset by those, but then – the teams that were projected to get blown out by were close games, and yeah. that's just the way we. It's just that's, been the last that's Husker years. football, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then on the seventeenth of September, we're playing Oklahoma in Lincoln. Uh, we were really close with them last year. Yeah. But with all these transfers and everything changing, I don't know how this is going to go because Oklahoma has a new quarterback. We're going to have a new quarterback. Yep. No Spencer Rattler. Yep. In the offseason, he was projected to, or at least they thought maybe Nebraska would be a destination for him at some point, but. He ended up going to South Carolina, so which is fine with me. Yeah, <laughs> there. Yeah, he's a good. He's a good quarterback. He just has too much baggage, I think. Yeah, I think so too. It just some, maybe that the uh, the whole losing a starting job and and having to try humble him, humble him a little yeah. bit. I, I'd like to see that because he is a good quarterback. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely got the talent there. I think we'll lose that game just because Oklahoma is a good football team, and we're still trying to figure ourselves out. Yeah, that's for sure. So I could see fourteen points loss. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to see about that game. That's to be an interesting one for sure. Hopefully we can keep it close like we did this year. Yeah. But you never know. Anything, Anything's possible in college football. Yeah, that's for sure. Then on the 24th, we got Rutgers. Now, 
Rutgers went five and six this year. They did get a bowl game because uh, who was it? Somebody backed out. Yeah. Wake Forest, I think, backed out of their bowl game and they got into it. I don't know the score of that game. Rutgers didn't look too bad last year. They're a scrappy team. Yeah. Did they? Is uh, I know obviously no Vedral transferred there from Nebraska. Is he still there? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, I think he has another year of eligibility, so I think he's staying. And he was the starter last he year, and starter, he looked pretty yeah. good. So I think we can win that game. I think we can win most of our games, but yeah, just kind of looking at our schedule and the project. I kind of looked over at all our games. We don't have quite as a tough schedule this or this coming year as what we did this year. So, yeah. but we we have a bunch of new players. Well, right. We have a bunch of changing position players and whatnot. Right. But I think we can beat Rutgers. I think we can win by 10 points. October 1st, we have Indiana. Indiana can pull an upset on us. They're, they're one of those teams that are just, like Purdue, they're just like the pull upsets of the weirdest Yeah, they're fashion. pretty well coached. They're you know usually a good team. Every time we played them the last several years, they always play, play as close. Usually tight, yeah. tight in the game. So. Tight like a toy Yeah. <laughs> and I can see them beating us just as an upset. Right. So... I hope not, but I'm gonna. That's gonna be my upset. Is Indiana's gonna beat us by three? Mm. Then the next week, in, uh, no, no. Two weeks later, we on October fifteenth, we play Michigan and Ann Arbor. In Ann Arbor, that's gonna be a tough game. I mean, it was very exciting to watch us play against Michigan this year. It gave me a lot of hope and projection for this year. I mean, obviously against the top teams we played this year, it's obviously all one score games. I think except for what uh, Ohio uh, State, they beat Ohio us by State. eight or nine. Yeah, but so, still, that's close as shit. Right. I'm just kind of worried about rolling into Ann Arbor this year because how, I don't know. It's just, Michigan's one of those teams that are always tough, but they just, I don't call them choke artists. They just, for some reason, like against uh, Georgia, they just didn't play. Yeah. And they, they looked like they were finally getting over the hump when they, you know, really took off it towards the end of the season. Top three, top five team in the country. It looked yeah. like they number were really going to take it. Yeah, and just chance at Natty, but I I don't know when when they played Georgia they did did look like themselves. Yeah, it, I don't know. And then Askins could get their ball running. Our quarter their quarterbacks were having issues. I don't know. It just felt weird. Like yeah, Georgia has one of the toughest defenses in college right now. But I really thought it would be way closer than what it was. Mm-hmm. But I think I think Michigan will be another L for us. Yeah, I I hope really we can pull out a, at least one or two signature wins this year and. Upset a top team like that, that would be really cool for us. It would be nice. Yeah. It would be really nice. But I I don't know. Michigan usually usually beats us. Yeah. I, I, I don't even remember the last time we beat them. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> I think maybe the Mike Riley era, maybe, uh, when Michigan really maybe. wasn't. Yeah, not that good. Yeah. I know we definitely beat him on a bow. Yeah. Which we never got rid of him. Anyways, uh, the next week we play Minnesota. You guys, every time we play Minnesota. Yeah. They just run the ball down our throats. We could never stop their run. And especially this year where they added an extra lineman in the backfield. Yeah. That they just knew what they were doing and they just showed us what they were gonna do. Yeah. Another close game. They jumped out ahead. We started coming back, but we couldn't finish it. Yeah, Minnesota's always one of those teams. They just got a really good offensive line. They had a great run game to slow us down the pace offensively and just pound us. And uh they had a really good defense too. They just this hold us in check. Yeah, they're they're another game. scrappy team. Now yeah. I'm kind of intrigued because I need to look at their line because I want to say most of them were seniors last this year. Yeah. So Somebody. I don't know if they have good backups or not. I just that's just another team that we got to watch out for. I think we can beat them. We should beat them this year. I'm calling it by seven points. Yeah, it'll be a close game. I think for sure. And then two weeks later, we got Wisconsin on number f- November fifth. It's a Saturday. We play in Madison. 
In Madison. That would yeah. be hostile environment. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I've been saying this since we come to the Big Ten from Big 12. Wisconsin is what Texas was in the Big 12 does. Yeah. Just a team we should beat, we can't beat. Yeah, it's just, I mean, always got big offensive linemen at Wisconsin. Great run game as well. I'm yeah. honestly, Jonathan Taylor, you see what he's doing with the Colts right now. And just, yeah, okay. got a good program there, but... I am gonna I want to say W. I'm going to call it W against Wisconsin. You're calling it a Three w, huh? by a field goal. That would be really cool. I like to because I just want to beat Wisconsin. Yeah, for sure. And then next the week after that, we got Purdue in Lincoln. Like I said, Purdue's one of those crazy teams that just pull upsets. I mean, look at them this year. They had three big wins against top ten teams. Mm-hmm. Iowa. Uh, shit, what was the other team? I think they beat Ohio State this year. Yeah, and Wisconsin, I want to say. Yeah, something like that. We'd have to double check on that. Yeah. But. I mean, they're just one of those teams that I wouldn't put it past them. They beat us this year. Yeah. I think a lot of teams just kind of overlook Purdue. I mean, the, the, obviously they got the talent there. They had that receiver. What's his name? David Bell, I'm pretty yep. sure. The top receiver yep. in the country. I mean, he, he really lit defense. He looked great. This year. Yeah. Yeah. So. They they made us look bad. They did. Yeah. <laughs> Purdue came in and owned us. I want to call a win just because how they treated us last year. I, I really am enthused to see how our offense plays this year. It was a close game this year against Iowa, wasn't it? I mean, against Purdue. You mean? I mean, I or yeah, we're talking about Purdue. Oh, okay. I thought you were jumping to Iowa. My bad. No, no. <laughs> um, I think it was by ten or something like that. I don't have this. I don't have the score in front of me, but I don't think it was. No, no, it was. It was either a touchdown or a field goal. It was, and it was one of those we had it in the late and we just you couldn't finish it again. Yeah, it, it's just kind of crazy to me. I seen a stat. It's talking about all the games that were one score this year, one yeah. score games. Talk about <laughs> I hate that? this stat, but it, it's just so it's just so crazy to me. If you were to flip the scores on all the one score games this year, Nebraska could be eleven and one, and they're projecting us to be uh, was it a. Uh, college football playoff team if it, we are eleven and one yeah. over Ohio State or you know so that'd be well, really crazy. But it's crazy, but it's all talk. We gotta prove it though. I'm, I'm, I'm just tired of being mediocre. Right. I'm, I'm, I, I have faith in them every year. I love my Huskers, but we gotta prove it. Exactly. Yeah. I'm tired of everybody talking about it. We just gotta prove it. Yeah. Just one of those things that down the stretch. Just the difference between a good team and a great team is finding ways to win against those. Great yep. teams in one-score games, so. Yep. And, like, I don't mind us having close games and winning by a field goal or a touchdown because we're winning. And when we're losing by that, it shows good hope. But yeah, we've been like that since, what, 2016-17? Right, yeah, and that's the biggest difference is the wins and losses in those games, we've always just shot ourselves in the foot and found a way to lose. Yeah. Either a turnover <laughs> or we just play too conservative and we give the ball back and they don't go conservative and they throw these crazy trick plays we can't yeah. keep them on defense. It's, it's always just, something. It's yeah. always something. So the next week we got Illinois in Lincoln, and we need a revenge here. The they, way the way they let we let them manhandle us in the, at yeah. the first game of this season, and they just Illinois was not that good of a team this year. Yeah, I, like the way I saw them play that week, I thought Illinois was going to go like seven and five or something. They yeah. went what four and eight. Mm-hmm. I know they had a be- they barely had a better record than us. I think. Yeah. And that was our first game of the year last year. Kind of weird opening up the season against a Big Ten opponent. Yeah, so. and it was week one. Like, we were like, I think we were like the first game or yeah. something, or the second game. And just coming out of that game after that loss, it's like, oh, man, it's going to be an ugly year for us. I mean, obviously, record-wise, it wasn't a great year. Oh, it was a terrible year record We made a lot of improvements, I think, just, you know, from week to week. Uh, coming out of that uh, Illinois game, it just... Just didn't amount to wins, but that that game left a bad taste in my mouth. We, we I, I want to say we're gonna put up twenty one points on them. Yeah, 
And to kind of, you know, branch off of that, I think in that Illinois game, a lot of our, our problems come from special teams. You see it. A lot well, of the missed field too, how, many, how many full starts and holding calls did we have yeah. in that game? Yeah, so we, we cleaned up a lot of those penalties and things like that. But We did. Throughout the year, we cleaned up a lot. Yeah. But we still got to just show. Yeah, and one of those things we're going to talk about here in just a little bit is the transfer mm-hmm. we got coming in. Um, I think, hopefully, um, <laughs> our special teams is going to be looking up a little bit more this year. Yeah. We, obviously, Connor Culp, I mean, I'm not going to drag the guy, but he's had some issues last year. He was... Big Ten kicker of the year, but the year prior to that, so we just, I don't know really what yeah. happened to him. Just, I don't know what the deal is there, but got some transfers coming in that should be uh, helping us in the special teams a little bit. And the uh, final game on the, is like usual, Iowa. We play in Iowa. It's in Iowa this year, yeah. yep. Another close loss. Uh, we didn't have Martinez. Mm-hmm. Logan Smothers didn't look terrible. He had some bonehead moves. Yeah. Just young and his second start. Yeah. So, and uh, I don't know. That game, Iowa's defense was good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, their offense, not so much. Like, yeah. watching them lose to Kentucky really showed how not good their offensive was. Yeah. But their defense, I, I'm pretty impressed with Iowa's defense. Yeah. Even in that game without Giorgio Doman, the, the very last game of the year against Iowa, we still looked really good defensively in that game. We, you know, yeah. them to... We just had a couple bonehead moves on offense, and it just, at least it was close again with what we had people sitting out and whatnot, it just, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Again, you know, I was one of those teams just plays tough every year. They're still a good program. They and, they usually, good and they usually upset us in the weird fashion. So I'm going to yeah. say a loss there. So my prediction is we're going to lose to Iowa. We're going to lose to maybe Purdue and Michigan. I think that's what we are, three losses. Oklahoma? I think we'll have three losses. You think you're, you're good? Oh, wait, yeah, I forgot about Oklahoma. You think we're going to beat Oklahoma? I can't remember what you said. I want. I want to say by. Th- I can't remember what I said too. They <laughs> probably. They probably beat us, but I want to say W. Yeah. So realistically, looking at our schedule, I really think that we could at least win seven, if not eight games, yeah. maybe nine next year. Yeah. That'd be really cool. At least come out of a winning record. Oh yeah. I mean, we won three games. What this season? Yeah. What, maybe three or four of the last season. So. Four last year. Yeah. Obviously, we know. I'd that, be tickled uh, with seven wins, but I. I Honestly, I think we could get nine wins. We'll yeah. Like Michigan, Oklahoma, and Iowa, and maybe Purdue upsets us. Yeah. That's what I'm saying right now. So, I mean, just, yeah, again, looking at our strength schedule, comparing it to this season, it, it, it's a positive outlook for next season. Obviously, with all the, you know, the transfers, just some different coaching staff, things like that coming in. Should be, hopefully, a better year next year. Yep. And that's our next subject where we talk about the transfers. Yep, so um, I've got a little deal pulled up here that, that uh, shows all the co- incoming transfers. Uh, we're going to talk about them a little bit and kind of give our outlook and what we think uh, is going to be helpful for us next season. So who are we starting off with, Bryce? Who are we talking about um, first? So obviously everybody knows we lost Adrian Martinez at Transfer Portal going to Kansas State. Uh, so that left a big hole and a big void as, as far as experience-wise, you know, a, a four-year starter here at Nebraska. Yeah, four-year starter. Had his ups and downs. Um, Mainly downs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't mind the guy. I like the guy. It yeah. Just, he played scared. Yeah. Lot. I mean, after his fresh, he looked really good his freshman year. Oh man, I had such a positive outlook for him his freshman year, and then he got hurt, and I was worried about yeah. him. And then his sophomore year, he he. Ooh. Yeah, they had the kind of that sophomore slump. Yeah, and he, you could see he was really scared his sophomore year, and he was fidgety. Yeah. So just a big learning curve there, I'm sure, and and things like that. So. Um, I, don't get me wrong. I like Martinez. I think it was a good idea for him to move on to try to play, play somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, I, I wish him well. He was a great dude. and I think he's a good player. Just, uh, you know, just had some mistakes and things like that. And 
Uh, a lot of bonehead moves. It, yeah. You can't put it all on him, though. Like, we had a bad line this year. We had some receivers he could throw to, but when you don't have a lot of time in the pocket or when you get a good throw off and they catch it when it gets called back for holding, yeah. and then you get false starts. It kind of really kills the yeah. your drive. Just a lot of different variables there as to the performance of the quarterback play this year. But um, looking at next year, obviously, I'm sure you've all heard now, the big pickup transfer from Texas. Well, we picked up Casey Thompson, just committed yesterday. Uh, announced it on his Twitter, I believe. But anyways, coming from Texas. I watched him play a couple times last year, and I really was impressed with his ability to be poised and stand in the pocket and find receivers downfield. He had a uh, really good-looking deep ball. to be able to hit receivers on target. And, uh, yeah, Texas is one of those teams. They didn't really have a great year. They played t- um, they played some teams tough. Uh, o- Oklahoma and the River rivalry, they yeah. played well. He he had a really big performance against them, four or five touchdowns, yeah. I think. So. He had a crazy game against Kansas. Yeah, that was a really high game. He had seven touchdowns, one rushing, six passing. Yep, they lost by one point in that yeah. game. Well, that, that's a crazy thing with Texas. They did not have a defense, really. Yeah. If they would, I think they wouldn't have lost a game. I think they would. They could have gone to the playoffs if they had a better defense. Yeah. And uh, I think this is something else that somebody, somebody talked about that we were watching or listening to. If you were to put Casey Thompson... In Nebraska's position where we were this year with the kind of defense we had, I just kind of interesting to see what kind of record we would have been able to have and the kind of games we wouldn't have been able to win, yeah. maybe. But we'll now, find out next season. Now, the stats compared last year between Martinez and Thompson, Martinez had more throwing yards by like 800 yards. Yeah. But the biggest thing is he only had 14 passing touchdowns and 10 interceptions, where Thompson had 24 passing touchdowns and 9 interceptions. Yeah, I think he led the Big 12 in touchdowns, I believe. Yep. Now, the couple videos I watched, so a couple games I've seen him play, he kind of reminds me of Martinez, mm-hmm. but he doesn't rush as much. He doesn't yeah. run as much. <coughs> He's he definitely got that athleticism. Maybe not quite as fast as Martinez, maybe. No. Or, but he, he definitely has that pocket presence where he can scramble out of danger. Yeah. Um, coming out of Oklahoma, his dad played at Oklahoma as a quarterback in the 80s. Um, had a brother, I think, who played at Oklahoma as well. He but. Tra- yeah, he played at Oklahoma as a backup and then transferred to Utah. Yeah. So it's going to be kind of crazy to see a, uh, <laughs> a Nebraska, or uh, excuse me, a uh, Texas and Oklahoma guy coming to Nebraska. Great. We're definitely I have high rivals. hopes for him. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely excited. He, I think, uh, yeah, just having a different quarterback just kind of gives us a fresh mm-hmm. new outlook, something different. Especially with his experience because he has two years of eligibility with us if he yeah. stays. And I think that's the biggest discrepancy and one of the biggest questions coming into this season was going to be our quarterback play. I, I mean, we haven't seen enough of Logan Smothers. I think he's a good a good player, good quarterback, and I think that as he continues to develop and, and maybe get some more playing time after Oh, yeah, he definitely needs more snaps under center. He needs to be yeah. in games. And that's where I think the, uh, the coaches really faltered the past three years, which I'm not too happy with the coaching staff of what they did not do. Yeah. Like, they could have, in some of those games where we knew we weren't going to come back, just put the backups in and let them play so they can get some experience. Yeah, yeah there was definitely situations and scenarios as, as well as when, especially when Adrian Martinez was hurt and games that he didn't play well, why? Yeah, he was back, just having yeah. a bad day. It's just, like, let him sit out for a couple offensive drives and yeah. put a backup in there so he can get his head straight. Yeah, and, I mean, and we 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 seen that a little bit with Luke McCaffrey when he was here. There were some games that, that Adrian Martinez maybe didn't play his best, obviously, when we put Luke McCaffrey in there. Just kind of give us a different spark offensively, a different outlook. And some of the you know, some of the teams we played maybe didn't have you know that kind of film or, or you know scouting on 
Boo McCaffrey at that time to give us a different spark offensively. And, yeah, give us something going so we can have the positivity. Yeah, so I, I think I'm, I'm definitely excited about the potential and ability that Casey Thompson brings. And Stop with the swing passes. <laughs> yeah, Jesus yeah so I think our, our offense is going to look a lot different with Mark Whipple as our offensive coordinator yeah, this year. I'm, I'm really glad we picked him up and then Riola for our line coach. Yeah. Where's Riola? How do you say his name? I think Riola. Yeah. So he's coming out of the Bears from the NFL, yep. so... Give us some experience and different, you know, professional outlook yep. there from our offensive line. And we picked up two linemen, one from uh, Colorado State. Yeah. Or it's a it's a college of Colorado, and then that guy from Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. State. Yep. So that'll help us out a lot. We uh, we lost um, Jurgens, our center Cam Jurgens, to the NFL. Yeah. He had one more year eligibility. I wish he would have stayed. Yeah. Now, if I I could be wrong here, somebody will have to let us know on that. But I think he was a tight end originally when he. Yeah, I can't Nebraska, remember. But yeah, they. Really tried to work with him, get him to be a center. But anyway, so that, that kind of is tough there. He definitely had some good experience for us offensively on that line. So, And then Teddy Prohaska, that guy, I, I'm very excited about. The freshman? About him. Yeah. The big freshman? The, was he 6'9? Yeah, that, he's a big boy. He, uh, We seen him as first action. We put him in in the left tackle in that Northwestern game. That was a really fun. He game. played really good. He did. Then he got hurt. That's, that's tough enough. That kind of sucks. Yeah. I, I hope he comes back at full strength, and I hope that doesn't bother him in his se- in his uh, season. But yeah. you never know. I'm I'm excited to see him play too. Yeah, absolutely. I think he definitely brings a lot of oomph and a lot of big, you know, strength and power a, and a lot of potential. Yeah. So, and then with the addings from those two linemen, uh, the one from Oklahoma State. Do you have him pulled up? Um, I'll have to look here real quick. Um, let me see here. I've got Casey Thompson pulled up still. Um, I don't have him pulled up. Uh, sorry for the delay, guys. Uh, Hunter Anthony. Hunter Anthony, there he is. Yep. So, yeah, he's <clears throat> immediately eligible for us offensively, so we can come in and hopefully bring us more experience up front. Um, that's very exciting. It's definitely need that experience up front as well. That's one of the biggest problems, I think, that we faced last year. Yeah, our linemen, were they're young and they were inexperienced, and they... Yeah caused a lot of penalties yeah and you, you you've seen it in that oklahoma game we had three or four straight pen- what, that opening drive against oklahoma we had three or four straight uh false start penalties that was just really embarrassing for us so <laughs> well it just kills your momentum and it really degrades your people and they just feel bad about them and then, and then they yeah. play worse because they, they got that in the back of their head eating at them yeah well we did clean it up we, we uh we definitely were able to settle down as the games went on in the season and clean up some of those penalties and our offensive line played really well actually Moving you know down the stretch, we didn't have the you know the penalties, um, but at the same time, I think that protection was really just a problem to us. You know, and it has been for the last three or four years. As that's caused some of the the problems that Adrian Martinez has had. He's had yeah. to force it down the field with you know, and scramble out and extend the play and things like that. So <clears throat> I think that'll be the biggest uh, variable that goes into Casey Thompson's uh, you know success this year is how well our offensive line is able to play. So. Next guy, we're going to talk about that LSU transfer we just got to. Yeah, um, so uh, this was leaked. I think here, you know, it was talked about uh, a while back, maybe a month or two ago. Yeah, it was about like a month ago. From LSU. Um, let me find his name here. I can't exactly see him right a second. Um, just a second, guys. I don't see it. Um, Ron, I'm on the uh, the Husker 24-7 website on the transfers here, and it's not pulling it up. Um, but anyway, he's a returner slash wide receiver from LSU. We'll get his name pulled up here for you guys. 
And uh, I Trey think Palmer. A, Trey Palmer. Yes, he was a four-star recruit, I think. Yep. And uh, Mickey Joseph coming out of LSU. Very excited about him coming in from LSU. So I think that connection there just really brought, uh, what's his name, Trey? Palmer. Trey Palmer. Um, we'll have to find out a little bit more about him. but Well, Trey Palmer is mainly a return man for LSU. Yeah. And that's a good – I think that's a big bonus for us because we had the problems because we had three different people trying to return punts and kicks. Yep. And they just weren't really return people, and they just struggled there. Yeah. Can't like, look at the Michigan Brit. State game if we didn't. <laughs> that was – I don't know what he was thinking. That was kind of a bonehead play on Cam Taylor-Britt's part. He knew – I'm sure he knew better than well, that. And just then that punt play. we had that went straight to uh, number three. What was his name? Uh, two Ray? No, to Michigan State. Oh, Michigan State. The guy State. that took it back oh, yeah, for a yeah, touchdown. Yeah. yeah, down the stretch. That, that's what lost us that game. Yeah, that's what lost us that game. Yeah, just, so. And that's another thing we got to talk about. We got a new punter and a place kicker coming yes, in, too. Yes, very exciting. Very exciting about that. Um, I don't know why my website's not bringing up these. Let me see here. I'm going to try to go by position. Um, special teams. But, yeah, <clears throat> we did bring a new place kicker. I think he was the, I think he was out of um, a Division two or Division three school, I want to say. But um, he had really good stats, I want to say. Let me go to kickers here. No players found. Why is it doing that? I'm not sure. But anyway, um, let me type it in here on my computer. We'll bring that up. Um... Got a little delay in the podcast. Sorry about that, guys. We'll uh, get you some stats and players pulled up here. So, yeah, I think that was one of the biggest problems. Um, oh, okay. He's out of Furman University. I'm yeah, not really sure what that Furman. is. I think that's a Division two school. Anyway, um, his name is Spencer Pankratz. Is his name? Um, I think he's a walk-on. I want to say, or he's a transfer. No, he's a transfer. And then we have a um, the punter. The punter uh, uh, Charlie Weinrich. I, I want to say. Yeah, he's out I of the of <laughs> um, But anyway, that's really exciting. That's that's an area that we really struggled in yeah. hard. I a think lot of, a lot of missed field goals, and then the PATs we missed were yeah, just a bunch of head scratchers. Like, especially because he won the Big Ten Kicking Award the year before, and yeah. then he just had such a, I don't, I don't know, know if it was just what a, was going on this year with him. A mental block or, you know, something personal going on. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not. Well, it kind of reminds me of that uh, kicker out of Florida State that went pro. Uh, yeah. A guy you, uh, he was like amazing yeah, at Florida State. Yeah, Roberto Aguayu. He, he was just garbage in the NFL. Yeah. Missing everything. <laughs> yeah, he, he couldn't miss in college. I mean, he No, was, he was perfect. I think yeah. it was perfect for two years. Yeah. Yeah. Good player. I remember. Yeah, I remember that. So. But it's just weird to see people like that. They go crazy, or they have this excellent year, and the very next year it's just they. Yeah. You don't even know what's happening. So that's really big pickup for us there. That's that's an area that we've struggled for several years now. It's just an area in special teams. It's always, you know, if if we've had a good offense, our defense hasn't been good. If we've had a good defense, our offense hasn't been able to produce. Yeah. And we haven't seen defense. where we're good in all three sides. Yeah. Of the ball. So. Hopefully this season, with the changes of coaching staff and some of the transfers, we put all three of those aspects together, and hopefully it produces wins in those one-score games and you know, oh, yeah. blow teams out. So, so we've well, definitely another seen Northwestern blowout would be nice to see. Yeah, we we've definitely seen the potential there. 
Um, just a lot of optimism. I mean, 3-9 is not a great record, obviously, but as they've said, we've seen the best 3-9 team in college oh, football I history. I fucking hate hearing that. <laughs> Oh, that man. just drives you nuts. Best three and nine. That's a slap in the yeah. face. That's um, ha ha. You can't do it. Yeah, we get it. Yep. Um, so that's really good there for us to be able to pick up a couple kickers and. Uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that return man and the quarterback. Yeah, I should really. And then those linemen. I'm ready to see how they look. Yeah. Yep. Um, what else are we going to talk about here? Um, just kind of our overall outlook for next season. We're, we're definitely excited with this, some of the transfers. It's going to be interesting to see how Casey Thompson does. You know, obviously there's going to be a lot of expectation there as any quarterback or the leader of the team. And just hopefully Nebraska fans can under you know understand it's it's still a rebuilding process. But The funny thing about with Thompson, he's coming from Texas, which their fan base is just crazy like our fan base. We have really high expectations of our football team. So he's already used to that. And then we found out that he actually had a hand injury last year. Yeah, there's there's pictures of that surfacing online. His hand was all swollen and his thumb on his throwing hand. So obviously that's gonna affect how you throw the ball. And yeah, and he so. actually played through it, and like he was being harassed by Texas fans about it, and there was like a lot of down talking on him. But he played through it, and he he showed that he had that integrity to try and be a player, which I think he should have sat out and rested his hand. Yeah, because that's one thing a lot of like. I'm all up for manning up through some problems and trying to get through the pain, but if it's affecting how you play or if it can affect you later on in life, I think you should just get it fixed. Yeah, I think so too. Obviously, especially with how young they are. Like, yeah, he's what? How old is he now? Casey 20, Thompson, twenty, twenty-one, something like that. I don't yeah, he can finally he's buy got alcohol. A year or two, two years eligibility for us. So he can, he can finally buy alcohol, and he might, and if he injures his hands again, what well, if he can't use it right? Then he has. <laughs> 40 to 60 years of a bum hand. Like, right. why would you want to do that? Yeah. So, yeah, we're definitely excited about next year. Um, it's just going to be a lot. It's still a lot of question marks and uncertainty oh, yeah. and things going into next year. Obviously, I mean, the big question is, is just, you know, what kind of wins and what kind of season we're going to have. And there was a, a lot of talk and a lot of questions as far as, you know, why doesn't Nebraska just try and develop and, and play the quarterbacks that we have right now? And, I mean, I, I agree to that. Obviously, Logan some others played well in that final game of the year against Iowa. But right now is where is Scott Frost, his, his job is, is essentially on the line. I oh, mean, yeah. He, he has two years left of his contract in Minnesota. Yeah, they, they re-amped or, you know, reconfigured his contract coming into the next season or two. Yeah. So, who knows what the details of that is, is if you don't win this amount of games or things oh, don't yeah. kind of change this season. <laughs> Yeah, so we don't, we don't want that. I truly do think that Scott Frost is a guy you've seen the kind of success that he had at UCF and throughout his you know coaching career at Oregon as well. So I think he's the right guy for the job. But it, it's just it's different football in the Big Ten. Yeah, and, and that's what he's been having to learn. Yeah, and I think the, like there's a lot of a lot of people talking crap on Frost, and I'm not too happy with him sometimes too. But overall, I'm happy with him. Yeah. To me, the only big mistake he's made is how much. He's, time he's put into Martinez. How much he's had Martinez back. Martinez is not a bad person. He's yeah. not a great player, and he's not. He wasn't the answer. Yeah. But he was so infixiated on. This is just how I think. He's so infixiated on Martinez being the guy. He sold himself on Martinez so hard that yeah. he couldn't swallow that pill and bench him. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Kind of like you said. You know. I, I think that he recruited. You know. Him so hard to try and come to Nebraska and. 
Uh, you know he was originally going to go to Tennessee. Yeah, he was supposed to go to Tennessee. He got hurt. Tennessee pulled his scholarship. Yeah, and uh, he came here. He looked really good his freshman year. His Heisman hopes going yeah. into his sophomore year, the way he played. Yep. So I mean, I I think he was you know a good player. Just didn't produce and and just some of the things you know some mistakes and some of our offensive line yeah. questions. Just a lot of them variables go into yeah why he just didn't pan out for us. But I, um, I really think Frost should have benched him a couple times to let our backups play. Yeah, to try and get his head straight. Yeah, I don't like some of those. Like you, got, everybody can tell in some of those games, his head was just jumbled and he didn't, he didn't know where he was going. Yeah, and so yeah, that's just one of the things. Like next year, I, I think it's you know vital for us to have a player with experience coming in. Yeah, we, we need that. We got that in case because that'll help smothers and the other quarterbacks. Yeah. So I think it's that best scenario for us to bring in a transfer quarterback like that, to bring in that experience, to bring in that playability, and, and you know ultimately hopefully produce yeah, wins. Because ultimately for us. that that's the biggest thing is ultimately yeah. you have to win. That's what's gonna save our program, kind of save Scott Frost's job is is winning some games this year. So and, and like another thing for this is gonna this is a plus for Scott Frost in my opinion is how good he's built our defense. Yeah, yeah. Because our. <laughs> I, I cannot stand Mike Riley. I think that was the one of the worst coaching decisions we had since Bill Callahan. Absolutely. What Mike Riley did to us, and then with what Scott Frost has done with us defensively-wise, has yeah. been really good. We've gotten way better defensively. Yeah, absolutely. And our offense, just, just too much into Martinez, and then the line is... we we got to figure it out. I, yeah. hope we, I, I know we can. I, I, I think Scott Frost is the guy, too. And I really hope with Thompson coming in to help develop the younger guys and him with them being a veteran and being in play. Yeah. With that new quarterback coach, I think we can go eight and four or nine and three. Yeah. I'm definitely excited. I mean, I think some of the coaching changes with Riola on the offensive line, Mickey Joseph, our offensive coordinator, say he's a really great recruiter and he's got the LSU ties. You see yeah. Joe Burrow and uh Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, you see what they're doing in the NFL, so hopefully we can bring in that kind of recruits and develop the kind of players we have right now. I mean, I think we've definitely got the talent with Casey Thompson, yep. with uh, Omar Manning. I, I mean, he looked really well in some games, and some games we just couldn't get him the ball. So, yep. I mean, I think he's a talented player. He was really highly recruited. And then Yance, our running back, he yeah. was too big last year and he had some weight issues. But yeah, it was insane to watch him run when he had the ball. Yeah. He he had some short runs, but the, a lot of runs were pretty good runs. Yeah, there that Northwestern game, he looked oh, man. unstoppable. I mean, and then there was a lot of questions from fan the fan base and and just why he didn't play throughout the rest of the season. Yeah, I the, think there was some was discipline not, issues there as well. Well, it started he was overweight, and they had to get him down because he was like twenty or thirty pounds overweight or something, something like that. that. Yeah, and then yeah, some disciplinary issues. Like I think Yance could be our our running back. Yeah, the I way think, he played, he he ran over people. Yeah, that's that's the old school Nebraska football way, just run it through the mouth, you know, and. uh that's one of the things that I think that we've really struggled in the last several years is just not having a consistent run game, a really you know balanced, identified starting running back, a guy that we yeah. haven't had since Divino Zigbo that can really be that every down back. You know, it's just a lot of questions within the running game. I think you know some of the offensive line issues as well has really yeah. kind of played into that. But. Well, when you have if we could get Yance to carry the ball majority of the time, somebody that big running through the defense is going to tire them out. They're not going to want to tackle them down the stretch. Yeah. And that like opens up play action, that opens up passing because they're going to be trying to put two people on Yance because one person's not tackling anymore because they're just getting tired. Yeah. 
And I think that's going to come in big against, you know, some of the top defenses in the country like Michigan, like Ohio State, State, like Wisconsin, Iowa. You know, I think that's going to be – Yeah. So as we kind of progress and hopefully we're able to develop that run game that opens up the whole spread of the offense and everything like that, that'll be a really big game changer it's for fast. us. I'm so excited. Me too. I, th- I think next year there's a lot of optimism. We see that every year and the <laughs> last several years just hasn't Well, you got to be optimistic. Right, it's, your, it's your team. It's who you like yeah. to watch. I'm, like, I'm, a, I'm a diehard Skurs fan and I will be the rest of my life even if we never win a national championship again. Yeah. I really hope not. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that's one of the things as a fan base that we just hasn't really been able to grasp the last several years is, you know, coming out of that Mike Riley era where the program was the lowest it's ever been. Um, I mean, I think the reason that Mike Riley had even the a little bit amount of success he had was he was coming off of the Bo Pelini era. He still had some of those players like Tommy Armstrong, like Amir Abdullah and Kenny Bell and some of those Prince things. Of yeah. I don't think he was going well, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's yeah. for that. But anyway, you know. <laughs> I miss that guy. Yeah. I mean, we just had... I, I, I'm still upset that we got rid of Bo Pelini. Yeah. It was, it, I think he was a good coach for us, and, you know, obviously he was here back in, what was that, was 2003? About, I think he was a defensive coordinator for us, something like that. Yeah. But, yeah, there's, there's always that question of yeah. the what if. And but I still think Bill Gallagher was the worst coach in Mike Riley, but it's still hard to compare them because they're both garbage. Yeah, so a lot of optimism, a lot of hopes for next year. We're really excited about some of the recruits and different things we've, we've changed. Obviously, uh, who's our new Athletic director. Uh, I'm not thinking. Uh, he used to play for us as a linebacker. Yeah. Uh, Trev Alberts. Yep. <laughs> I had a brain fart there. I should know that as a Husker fan. I knew. I knew it started with uh, <laughs> Trev. I just can't remember his last yeah, name. Yeah. So you can you can see he's really invested in the into the you know the football program and athletic, athletics overall. I mean, I think he's it was a good pickup for us and uh, hopefully it, it amounts to really turning things around for us in the football aspect. So. Yep. Um, I think we're going to maybe wrap things up here, guys. Uh, it was a really great first podcast. It was really fun to get on here and talk about some different things and just get our feet wet and that. So we're going to try and do this once a week and uh, talk about some different things as well. I think we're going to do two different podcasts. We're going to talk about you know college or Husker Football Weekly. and then, We can talk about pro football. I'm a Raiders yeah. fan. <laughs> Damn Raiders. Hey, I don't want to hear from you <laughs> Cowgirls. Yeah, I'm a Cowboys fan. I, do, I hear... You're going to slander me as well because they're a rival to the Raiders, but I do like the Chiefs as well. The Queefs. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, they're, they're just really fun to watch to me. I, yeah. I mean, my mom's a Yeah, we could, we could talk about pro. We could talk about the NFL. We can, we can, we'll can we branch out. We'll have funny podcasts where we talk about random stuff. Yeah, we'll definitely mix this up. We'll stay consistent with it and try and build on it. We had some technical issues. We were going to try and do this yesterday. We just, obviously, being brand new to this, we couldn't figure out how to set up all your equipment. We had some mic <laughs> yeah. issues. And, Lots of issues. But uh, I think we got it figured out now. Hopefully, we just recorded, what, 30 minutes or something like that. We're the recording, so hopefully everything panned out. So, again, guys, we're going to be uploading this and trying to stay consistent on this. And thanks for tuning in. And uh, Go Big Red. Until next time, guys, go Big Red. Mm-hmm.